This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. How the hell are you? I'm doing just fine, John. Yourself? Not too bad. What do you have on the burner tonight? Okay, well, let me start by recapping a bit, because um, for people who read the blog, you might notice uh, about a year or so back, I talked about the great Viz manga shrinkage. How basically a lot a lot of um, series I was reading from Viz just kind of wrapped up, and um, they weren't offering a whole lot to uh, replace it, replace them with. In fact, they still aren't. So, so now, but that's also giving me the chance to go back and start um, picking up, you know, series that um, that I've, I've been out for a while, and I just never got around to picking picking up. Case in point, tonight's subject: um, Full Metal Alchemist, um, the immensely popular shonen manga series that um, wrapped up wrapped up several several years back, like and is um, so again is beloved by just about ed- everyone who reads it. And you know, hey, to be honest. I liked it pretty, pretty well, pretty well too. But um, but as far as the series goes, like I kind of got a uh, odd history with it because um, and I don't know if John, like I don't know if your history with it starts starts with the uh, the original anime series from back in the aughts. Um, actually, yeah, it is because it's the first exposure that um, I had to the series, um, you know, and that. Um, just to give our listeners a perspective, that series is the first Full Metal Alchemist anime series is, uh, as of, as of the date of the recording of this show is like 11 to 12 years old. Fuck, I feel old now. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just, just as a, uh, you know, just as a, uh, as a reference, however, and then they completed their run, I think. I think, and I'm just kind of going to swag this, I think it was right around the 50, maybe just under 60 episode mark. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's like the first series ran 51 episodes and a movie. Yep, that's pretty much it. So yeah, that that's that's it. Um, later, and I'm trying to remember what exactly uh, that was. Um, um, they came out... In 2009, I'm looking it up now, 2009, they came out with another anime, which was not a continuation. This is March 20th. Um, uh, Wait, uh, in 2009. So this was not a continuation, but rather a quote-unquote more faithful to the manga series anime. And it ran, um, I want to say it ran like s- around 70 or so episodes, maybe more. So, um, and it had, I believe, one film. Yes. I didn't watch that because um, when I watched the first couple episodes and um, I saw that, oh, they're just kind of like recapping um, what we've seen before. So, yeah, I didn't didn't feel the need to, to follow on with it. But basically, um, we'll get to actually talk about what the series is about in, in short order, trust me. But um, the original Fulmin Alchemist series kind of like struck the balance of being the best of both worlds. Or best, like the best um, this kind of this like manga adaptation could hope for. Because while the first series came out very early in the mon- manga's run, it actually, and um, it diverged um, really right after like the uh, fourth, like fourth volume. And, um, it's like, but it still managed to tell a, tell a compelling story, even though um, they made huge um, cha- changes from from the manga. But some of them were actually pretty, were actually pretty smart and enter- entertaining. Like the business with um, what happened to uh, 
okay, well, that's kind of spoiler, spoiler territory, but it's like, but you know, it's like the uh, but the original Full Metal Alchemist series, um, the the anime um, managed to kickstart um, its like the franchise's appeal. It's like on both sides, of, it's like of the ocean, and I pro- and I definitely wouldn't be reading the series right now if it hadn't been for the. Uh, it's like for that original for that original series. Yeah. And so the uh, episode count uh, tallies are fifty one episodes versus sixty four. So they wound up producing thirteen more episodes, um, and uh, just um, I haven't seen all of the second series, but I can tell you that um, it seems to be a little bit more comprehensive in certain areas. But, yeah, I think. I mean, I imagine the whole point of doing the second series is that you could ad- adapt the manga, like the manga in full. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but you know, as far but you know, it's like I but um but the thing is, I spent the last um week week um rereading t- all twenty seven volumes, and while it's like that's also been a source of frustration because while I've been rereading all these, it means I haven't been able to catch up on the stuff that's been arriving at my house, which includes um, the latest volume of volume of Vinland Saga, which I've been waiting over a year to read. But ultimately, it's not that bad because um, the manga is really good. Now, for those, for, uh, in case um, for all those people who, who um, ha- aren't unfamiliar with the series and just completely lost by um, John and I talking about the anime. The series is about um, two brothers, um, Edward and Alphonse Elric. Um, they're they are alchemists in the, in the country of Mersis, say, and Mistress. Yeah, and um, it's like, and they and they have one goal. It's like Ed. They both. Um, it's like Ed wants to get wants to. Um, they want to um, get their original bodies back after they be, after they um, experimented in forbidden. Um, it's like al- forbidden, forbidden alchemic alchemic practices because turn because these. Turns out these kids have a tragic up, upbringing in the sense that they were their father left left them at an early age and their mother died. It's like died um, a couple couple years later. So after finding out about alchemy, it's like and proving to be a depth student student said it. They just they realized they decided well you know, um, why not see if it's possible to try and transmute a human. It's like and it turns out that and then they when they did the uh, results um, were catastrophic. Ed. The older brother lost. It's like lost his arm, lost an arm and a leg. His brother Al lost his entire body and was only able to remain in this world after his. It's like after Ed um, bound his soul to a suit of armor. It's like pre- preserving it. So now you've got these these two kids like lo- it's like um hor- like horribly tra- traumatized by this event and trying to figure out you know where do we, where do we go from here, but. It's possible they may be able to get their get their original bodies back by using the uh, powers of the fabled alchemist tool, um, the Philosopher's Stone. And so, the manga series is basically a twenty-seven volume fan, it's like fantasy action epic as the two um, journey throughout the land land of the Mistress and their and its surroundings, uh, meeting it's like it's like meeting all sorts all sorts of colorful characters like it's like um like C- Colonel Roy Roy Mustang, one of the he- one of the military heads of the it's like heads in um, east, Eastern City and his like and his, and his subordinates like sharpshooter um, Riza Hawkeye and the always um, lovable um, Maze Hughes who loves his who loves his daughter and is and loves letting everyone, everyone know about it and also um, be, um, badass and muscly um, Major General um, Alexander it's like oh Major Al, 
um, Alexander Louis Armstrong. It's like, and um, then you've also, but you've also got other it's like you know less savory characters like Scar, the um, like survivor of the Ishbalan Civil War who has whose um, arm, it's like whose right arm is is um, has the you know, kind of um, like um, runes for um, destruction goes around trying to um, kill the al- any alchemist he can find for you know, for for, um, for what they did to, what they did to his country. It's like then and I could I could go on talking about the um, the seven deadly sins. It's like who right, who are some of the main antagonists there? The uh, and their father, who is like the series' ult- ultimate big big bad. That then you've also got um, like Ed Nell's childhood friend Winry, who um, serves as um, Ed's uh, automail, like the um, the uh, the, uh, meta- the uh, metal pro- like metal like almost robotic pro- um, prostheses that they can that people use in order to um, people that replace people's limbs who've lost them. It's like. And like her grandmother, like like her crusty grandmother, Pinaco. It's like the um, it's like people from the um pe- people from the land of Xing. That's totally not China. Um, it's like Lin, it's like Lin Yao. It's like and Mei Chang who are trying to, it's like who are trying to like come to a mistress to find the secret of immortality. It's like and like I could go on. I mean, the key to this series, what makes it so so compelling, it's like is that it creates a lot, creates a lot of interesting. It's like interesting and lovable characters that you're that you're willing to follow. It's like throughout the uh, like throughout the course of the series, Ed. It's like Ed and Al's um, like quest itself is is filled with enough drama. But they've also but they're also winning characters in themselves. With Ed, it's like with Ed um, pr- um, providing providing be a, a like a fun fun mix of um it's like of op- optimism and can do. It's like can do grit. It's like but also his um, short man complex provides a great um, bit of running humor throughout the series and his brother Al it's like even though it's like he, he might be, he is um being trapped in a suit of armor has its has its perks um but it, we all we also find there are also moments where we find out just you know how how haunting it is like from just not being able to feel but also just being awake at night and unable to will feel any it's like like any warmth from anyone it's like but uh, in like this in the series um you know I mean, the most um, obvious touchstones to to in comparison are the is the uh, Shonen Jump stuff from from Viz, and it's like, and yeah, it's like it follows a lot of those familiar tropes, like like from from characters striving to be the best best at what they do to um it's like to um the power of friendship um being like you know one of the core virtues of the of the series. In fact, you know, it's like it's kind of like the uh, it's like the like it's the power of friendship is the real philosopher's stone of this. Of this series, as hokey as it sounds, and um, there's and even if like the series hits a lot of familiar familiar plot beats, um, it I, um, it's like it does so with a the great mix of action action and humor on the part of um, manga um Hiromu Arakawa. She, it's like even though like the series now the series can get um really dark at times, it's like like from the um what's from like the um, struggles the brothers um. Un- like undergo like and also touching on like more serious bits like um it's like ge- it's like genos- genocide mass murder um human it's like human transmutation I mean what happens when you find out what the um sewing life alchemist does to his daughter yeah that's something that stays it'll stay that you can understand why um what this guy did to his daughter um stays with the kids throughout throughout the series and he'll stay with you as well it's like it's I mean there's lots of um it's like lots of heady it's like any dark stuff, but it's net. But the series never feels like a slog 
or or sends in miserableism because um, Arakawa um, like infuses the series with humor on on every page. It's like it's almost every page, of course. Um, it's it's like it. And it's like it would, and not and not and it's not in a um, you know whiplash um, tone that um say that uh, say Trigun has. It's like humor does like generally feels pretty pretty natural. It's like and it's like and 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 um, works within the context of the, of the series. I mean, it's like even though it's like you know it's like how even we consider how dark the series gets. It's like it. It's like it still manages the um. Managed to be um, compulsively readable from beginning to end. It's also one thing. I also wanted to mention though is that unlike all the uh, Shonen Jump stuff, um, there's one huge difference in how um, Fullmetal Alchemist um, was serialized. And while Jump is a weekly publication, um, Fullmetal Alchemist was published in a monthly magazine. As such, it has chapters that um, range that average um, from forty. 40 to 50 pages it's like at it's like at a time so instead of like you know just it's like just, instead of um like some some series will where you'll just like where the action will just um make an incremental advancements in the plot um Arakawa burns through a whole lot of plot in any um given um given chapter it's like because she's got she's got the space to do so it's like and it's like and it just doesn't and feels like the, and it gives us the um the narrative the feel that it's constantly moving. It's like, like even though even sometimes stuff doesn't a whole lot of stuff doesn't happen. It's like it's still it's like there's still a lot going on. I mean there's a lots like I said she burns through a lot of plot and it's like it's like in every chapter and it's still and the series uh, maintains a breakneck pace from from beginning to end. Nera feels um, wearying, though, mainly because it's, she, it's all kept um, relatively lighthearted as well. Also, um, contributing lighthearted feels that at the end of each volume are, it's like our four-panel comics and um, other um, cut, and other just like um, parody panels as she, uh, she touches on some of the lighter um, parts parts of the series. Just thinking about you know just like how, like how certain characters would react react differently. Like what happens when if. How the series would be different if if um, Ed went up in the armor and um, it's like an owl kept kept his body. Just um, random, it's like just random bits like that. And it's funny, it's funny too. And it's also um, fairly morbid as well because also at the end of each volume is a little um, one panel bit that shows you all the characters um, who died in this volume. So yeah, and yeah, there is a r- very high um, body count. It's like over the course of the series, like some of these. I mean, some of these. I mean, there is one. I can say there is at least one fake out in these panels. But if you're savvy to genre conventions, you'll probably um, you'll probably spot it coming. But overall, it's like I, I said, I really enjoyed it. It's like it's even though it's like it does does follow some familiar beats, and I and I do wish that there was more um, I, um, talk about just you know about how alchemy works in this series because it's. I mean, because it's more—I don't know—it's like it's not not the alchemy like that um, most people think when they think of trying to transmute, you know, you know, like lead into gold. I mean, they're people are able to like reconstruct stuff and just build stuff just by um, it's like just by using the like the materials at hand. But while the uh, well, we find out the, in the very last chapter, you know, just why people are able to use alchemy, and it turns out to be a key part. Um, 
keep put keep it a sacrifice on on Ed's part at the end in order to make everything right that what he gives up. But um, it's like I want I'd like to know more just like you know just why um, you know more people more people don't try to use out alchemy like you know if it's so it seems like incredibly useful but um but there's no we're not really given like a lot really good explanation as to why uh it's not more widespread among like amongst the entire entire populace i mean i mean yeah it seems like people would it seems kind of challenging but at the same time though i mean if if the, if if it's the the um, results it produces are this awesome then why wouldn't anyone um want like not want to use this it's like and also, there does seem to be um, some bits, some bits and limitations about the amount of power used as well. But so it's, um, so yeah, it's like would have liked um, some, like some more explanations about just why. Um, it's like just you know just the fundamentals about how how alchemy works works in this series. Oh, and also um, while I was talking about the uh, some of the memorable characters, including the um, seven seven deadly sins, um, one of them. Um, Envy is one one of the huge bastards of the series, and while I talk about the, uh, it's like the mayor, the um, fact that um, the series um, is big on the power of friendship, of you know, being a, like a big driving force, and like main reason a lot of people are able to, um, everyone's able, like, um, Ed and Ellie are able to win in the end. Um, at one point, um, they're they have Envy at their mer- at their mercy, and um, he. It's like, and they um, basically just you know point out to him just it's like just how just how lonely he is and um how it's like and why he's it's like and that and that while and that envy's like kind of pissed as to why as to why they're not just you know um trying giving into vengeance for because envy pulled some pulled some real nasty shit of the, over the course of this series and um one po- and one thing he does um. Has um Roy basically wanted to murder him on the spot, but um they managed to talk him down, and um well in the process um Envy just like showing compassion to him, Ed commits the worst insult he, the character could bear, and basically Envy just gives him a giant you know fuck you as far as um you know it's like it's like hey here's what I think of your power of friendship, and um turn and it's it's like, that, that's actually probably one of my favorite parts in the series because. Because even though like you know the power of friendship loves um saves saves a lot of people, it managed to kill kill one of its biggest bastards in the end. I like that. Oh, and also give um be remiss in mentioning the fact that while they while the original um anime series introduced a just about all of the key cast members, there was one that it didn't um introduce, and that would be um Major Armstrong's um sister, um Olivier Armstrong, the uh, head of the Briggs Fortress. And um, someone who's um, wall also reads bad motherfucker because she she is as strong as strong and mean as they as they come. And even though it's like Alex is a big big goofy teddy bear, she is just she's just a it's like just a mean old bear. It's like it's like in her mean mean old grizzly. It's like in her her disposition, and it's a lot of fun seeing um see, seeing her um uh, get to like give um Ed now. He- like hell for their rec- for their recklessness, and also just um, um, troll her brother for his for his weaknesses as well. So yeah, it's like the series had a lot of it's like a lot of fun fun surprises. Like for, for someone who um like me who only saw the first series, and ultimately it's like like I said, even though it kept me from reading a lot of just about everything that's arrived in the last last two weeks, 
still thoroughly entertained by the time time I spent reading this. Like I said, um, currently, um, the ser- I don't know if the um, original single volume releases are still in print. I imagine they are. I'm sure you can also get this digitally. But I went and did the whole um, three-in-one editions, which you know you can get three volumes for um, fifteen bucks, half the price of the single volumes, and um, less though if you're a savvy shopper. Um, can get from getting getting them some from Amazon or for from conventions. So, so yeah, it's so even though it's like it's twenty seven volumes, still, still pretty affordable now thanks to thanks to all the uh, thanks to the success it's enjoyed. So overall, it's like I recommend it. Yeah, it's it's pretty long, but still, it's still very entertaining. John, so any any thoughts about the series on your on your end? Um, no, but I'm definitely interested in reading the manga. Um, I've been wanting to do this for uh, a long time, actually. Um, and uh, I think that this is, uh, knowing that they have these in the, uh, you said Viz is the, 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 the people who produce it, right? Yeah, it's like, funny enough, it was actually published by um, Square Enix um, oh. in the, it's like in Japan. But since they don't have a manga publishing um, arm over here, um, they sublicense it to Viz. Got it. All right, yeah. And you said it was, did you say it was the three-in-one volumes that you had? Yes, there are nine, it's like there are nine three-in-one volume editions for this series. Now, that's perfect. Now, are these the, now the three-in-ones, are they the slightly larger format ones? Uh, actually, no. These are, these aren't the Viz big um, editions. Got it. These are like, when they're explicitly labeled three-in-one, and they are, like, the, the Viz big editions are actually kind of, like you kind of use a better paper stock and are larger. Um, the the Full Metal Alchemist um, manga does not is not is basically about the size of the single volumes, and the paper stock is is chintzier to be sure. I mean, if you look if you look hard enough, you will there is some there is some ghosting from pa- between pages, but I don't know. It's like it, if you're a stickler about that, then by all means go and pick up the uh, single volumes or buy the series digitally. But I was like, it didn't bother me enough that I that I um, that I regret buying it in this format. Yeah, I think I might just go for that myself. So excellent, excellent. So uh, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time on your wonderful podcast? Well, it's like we're going from a 27 volume manga series to a 53 issue Batman story. All right. Yep, Batman Eternal. Next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, later. Bye.